Life in 17th century London was in many ways more perilous than today. If you were a married woman, it was not unusual for you to be at home alone for much of the year, whilst your husband took risky voyages at sea, only to receive sporadic updates about his whereabouts and well-being. Welcome to the Winged Messenger Astrology Podcast. My name is Emma Gardiner. In this season, I delve into the horary charts of the 17th century English astrologer William Lilly, which he printed in his textbook, Christian Astrology. Through exploring these historical horary judgments, we can learn just how useful horary astrology can be particularly in times of desperation and great need. Today's chart is taken from page 417 of Lily's book. It is titled, A Woman of Her Husband at Sea, If Alive, Where, When Return. Lily cast the chart on the 15th of April, 1645, at ten past one, in the Julian calendar, which is equal to the 25th of April, 1645, in our modern-day Gregorian calendar. It's important to note that modern-day computations of this chart result slightly differently to the manual calculations of William Lilly. But, as always, I will be following along with a figure as set out originally by Lilly himself. To begin with, let's familiarise ourselves with how to approach a question of a missing husband. Upon casting the astrological chart of the moment, the querent is always assigned to the ascendant of the chart, also known as the first house. The husband is signified by the seventh house, which is the house opposite to the ascendant. The seventh house signifies any type of partnership or relationship of the querent. Missing people are also given signification to the moon because, as the fastest moving celestial body, it represents all things wandering and travelling. Lily begins his judgment by describing the lady asking the question. The first house of the chart falls in the sign of Virgo. Therefore, Mercury, the planetary ruler of Virgo, signifies the querent. Lily writes, Mercury, lord of the ascendant, does personate the querent. The condition of Mercury in the chart will describe the appearance and nature of her. Mercury is found to be placed in Aries, which is the sign that signifies the face, and is afflicted by a conjunction with Saturn. Saturn being the planet which signifies all things crippled and worn out, which therefore indicates her apparently disfigured appearance by smallpox. She also had weak eyes, which can be attributed to the moon in conjunction with Mercury and Saturn the moon having partial signification for the eyes. She also had a lisp, 
And Lily explains that specifically Saturn afflicting Mercury in the mute or bestial signs causes impediment of speech. The bestial signs are those represented by four-footed animals, namely Aries, Taurus, Leo, Sagittarius and Capricorn. The husband is signified by the seventh house, which in this chart falls in Pisces. Therefore, the planetary ruler of the husband is Jupiter. To determine the well-being of the husband, we must analyse the condition of Jupiter. Jupiter has several conditions which promote the well-being of the husband. Firstly, he is placed in the 10th house, which is known as an accidental fortitude in astrology. Secondly, Jupiter was most recently in a harmonious aspect with Venus. And thirdly, Jupiter is free from affliction, such as he is not in a difficult configuration with Saturn or Mars, the so-called evil planets. So Lily judged that the husband was alive and in health. The recent location of the husband is determined by the directions linked to the zodiac signs and houses. Lily judged the man was recently southeast, a conclusion he came to from several pointers. Firstly, Jupiter and the moon are in the region of the midheaven, the top of the chart, which is the southern angle of the chart. Secondly, the moon is in Aries, which signifies east. Thirdly, Venus is considered because she was most recently in aspect with Jupiter and she is a co-significator for the ninth house of foreign travel due to her emplacement therein. Venus is also placed in Aries, signifying east, as well as being close to the midheaven, signifying south. So with several testimonies supporting south and east, we arrive at our conclusion. But the safety of the man was at one point at risk, judged Lily. The main reason being that the moon, who is co-significator for the husband, is in conjunction with two planets that in this case are afflicting it. Firstly, the moon is in conjunction with the malefic planet Saturn. Secondly, the moon is in conjunction with Mercury, who in this chart is the planetary ruler of the 8th house from the 7th house. This technique is called turning the chart, where the houses that signify the person asked about, in this case the 7th house, becomes the ascendant or first house for that person. This means that the second house is also the husband's turned eighth house of death and loss, if counting from the seventh house. Additionally, Jupiter, the significator of the husband, is under the influence of this Mercury, because Jupiter is placed in Mercury's domicile sign of Gemini. 
Lily judged that this man had suffered great treachery and plots made against him by his enemies. Enemies are also signified by the seventh house, and secret enemies are signified by the twelfth. Mercury not only rules the husband's turned eighth house, but because it also rules the ascendant, it also rules the husband's seventh house. Therefore, Mercury afflicting the moon indicates the enemies of the husband attacking him. Plus Saturn is the ruler of the husband's turned twelfth house of secret enemies, those who betrayed him. Even though Jupiter is accidentally fortified by his position in the tenth house, he is not essentially fortified because he is in Gemini, his sign of detriment. Plus Jupiter is conjunct a violent fixed star called Oculus, which Lily explains is another testimony for the man being caught off guard by many violent encounters. The current location of the husband is taken from the position of Jupiter combined with the future position of the moon. Jupiter is in an air sign which are attributed to the west and is placed in the southern angle of the chart as we've already discussed. The moon is about to enter Taurus, an earth sign, and earth signs are attributed to the south. Therefore, Lily judged that this man was in the southwest of England. He also judged that he was in a harbour as opposed to being out at sea, because the husband's planetary significator, Jupiter, is angular. Angular meaning it is placed in one of the angular houses, which are the first, fourth, seventh and tenth houses. When the significator of the missing person is in an angular house, it means they are close by and not lost. So when does the wife hear of her husband and when will he return home? To answer this, we can look to the moon who is co-significator for the husband and is also a natural significator for messages. In the chart, the moon is in within one degree of approaching a conjunction with Mercury, the significator of the wife inquiring. Lily judged that within two or three days she would hear news of her husband, which proved true. However, because, as we established before, the moon is harmed by Mercury and Saturn, and the news that she received was false. She heard that he was in town, but it was not true. Lily then looked to see that Mercury and Jupiter would make a conjunction in real time a few weeks later, on the 5th of May, and was confident that this conjunction would reunite them or she would receive accurate news because then Mercury would be in Gemini where he is strongly dignified. A strongly dignified planet can be trusted to deliver a reliable result. She did hear news of him in the second week of May 
and he returned home in July. Finally, it was confirmed that at the time of asking the question, the husband was at Barnstable, which is a Riverport town in the southwest of England, which is also southwest of London. <laughs>